That's right, everybody. This week we are talking about banned books. Banned book week usually is the last full week of September, sometimes rolling into October. And this year, I believe banned books week is the first week of October. And so I thought I would start talking about some banned books because I stand with the band. And if you got to stick up your butt because you think some books are too offensive or whatever, and you're like out there picketing and advocating that they aren't in schools, then maybe you should reevaluate your life. You know, like Obi-Wan telling that dead sticks guy to go home and rethink his life or whatever. Let's see what the line is. Yep. I believe that's what it is. If you're out there protesting about books, baby, you got like, there's other problems in the world way more important than books. Okay. Go put your time towards something that'll actually make a difference. And okay. That's my spiel on banned books. It's not like I like every banned book I've ever read. And I'm going to talk about one on this episode that I don't like, but I've still read it. It's not like I think every book I've read is great literature. I definitely didn't think this one was great literature. But hello, what's the deal with banning books? Everybody needs to chill. Oh my gosh, it it drives me nuts, some of these books that I see banned. There was one that I saw recently. Well, actually, what it was was my aunt, who lives in Texas, was telling my grandma about this one book called The Dirty Cowboy. I can't remember who it's by or who illustrated it, but it's just about a cowboy who's really dirty and he finally decides to go take a bath. And it was being, or there was like legit a meeting about it at the council or the school council or whatever to get it banned because of nudity. And like, I get it. The cowboy is naked because he's taking a bath, but nothing, you know, nothing is ever shown that's gross. And it's a little kid's book. And also by the time kids like... We all take baths, okay? And if you bathe in your clothes, I don't know what to tell you. Like, unless you're doing it for a reason, like you're washing off your swimsuit or something. I don't know. Like, you know what I mean? We all take baths, people. Like, let's get over it. Ridiculous. There's way bigger problems in Texas than this book called The Dirty Cowboy. Shocking, I know. But it's just really fascinating to me how much effort people put into banned books. I'm like, don't you have anything better to do with your time? I did. I don't know. I don't know. So we're going to talk about some and we're probably going to talk about some next week because it'll still be banned book time and a lot of banned books that are banned I've read and I like. So you got to deal with that. I'm going to start with some right now. And the first one I'm going to start with because it is something that has happened within the last couple of years was the book Mouse by Arch Spiegelman. There was like this huge kerfuffle. And I don't know why it suddenly came up because this book has been out for years, guys. And I have read Mouse and I read it way before this happened. And I really loved it. It is the story of Art Spiegelman's parents surviving the Holocaust. Except in this book, he chose to portray all the Jews as mice and all the Nazis as cats. So it's not, it's a graphic novel. Sorry, I probably should have prefaced it with that. It's a graphic novel and all the Jews are depicted as mice and all the Germans or the Nazis are depicted as cats. That's just how he chose to portray them. I'm totally fine with that, right? I don't care. It's a graphic novel, whatever. People were complaining, one, about nudity because there are parts... (laughs) When the mice 
coming into the concentration camps, take off their clothes. I'm like, guys, they're mice. And I get that they're portraying real people, but really, like, you're going to be upset over a mouse taking off clothes in a graphic novel instead of maybe, you know, taking the time to teach people about the Holocaust and why that's not okay and how to prevent hate in the world. You're busy getting your britches in a bundle over freaking mice being, quote, naked. Like, get over yourselves. It was also going to be banned because of language and violence. I'm like, yeah, it was the Holocaust. The Holocaust was not a nice event. It was not a peaceful event. It was a violent, horrible genocide. Okay. Swearing happening? Yeah, it's war, people. Sorry, okay, that just reminded me of Clue real quick where Colonel Mustard is like, it's war, Peacock. Casualties are inevitable. But there we go, okay? It's war. Oh my gosh, it's the Holocaust. Freaking what the heck. And it was such a powerful book to me. I read this book at least five plus years ago, this graphic novel. It's two volumes, by the way, in case you want to go check it out, which you should. There are volumes that have like put them together so you don't have to buy the two separate ones or whatever. But just FYI, if you think it stops in the middle of the story and you're like, what the heck, what happens? It's because it's two volumes. So yes, it was a powerful story and I still remember it. I don't remember exactly every detail, but Art Spiegelman also had an older brother and I'm not going to say what happened to him, but that was like a holy crap, what the heck moment in the book. And then at the very, very end, so he's been portraying all the Jews as mice and all the Nazis as cats. And while he's telling this story of his parents surviving the Holocaust, he's also kind of mirroring it with his life and trying to deal with his father and all these haunting memories and all the crap, obviously, that he deals with having gone through that, right? And how it affected Art Spiegelman probably still to this day, like, you know, it, that doesn't go away. But at the very end, after you've read this whole story, I want to say it was either the penultimate page or the last page, he actually puts a picture of his father in his concentration camp uniform. It was like his entry ID card into the concentration camp or whatever. I don't know exactly what they were called or what it was, but it was like, you're reading the story of this man and he's portrayed as a mouse throughout the whole thing. And you're like, okay, okay. And then there's a picture of the actual man at the end. And I was like, crap, this actually happened. This was real. Not that I was denying it throughout the rest of the novel, but it just smacked me in the face seeing that picture of a real person after having him being portrayed as a mouse the whole time. I was like, crap, like, that guy is real. He went through all of that. He's looking out of that book, of this book, at me right now. And that was so, so powerful. And I hope that didn't ruin it for people. But <laughs> I just had to put that out there because, yes, it obviously deals with dark themes. Yes, there is swearing. Yes, there are bad things happening to people because that's what happened during the Holocaust. Let's not diminish that at all. And don't try and ban it because you can't deal with that subject matter. That's totally on you. 
if you don't want to read a book about the Holocaust, fine. I don't want to read books about the Holocaust 24-7 either, right? Because it is a heavy subject matter and I really have to be in the proper headspace to consume that type of material, whether it's books or even movies, films, TV series, anything that has to do with war. I have to be in the proper mindset to watch and consume and read because I know it's not going to be some happy, wonderful novel because it's war. So if you don't want to read a Holocaust novel, that's fine. Don't deny other people the chance to read that and educate themselves and learn from that and feel that emotional power that these stories carry and hopefully, you know, teach them that we're all human and we don't need to be doing these things to other people. 100% don't need to be doing it. That was Mouse by Art Spiegelman. The drawings are amazing. It's fantastic. It's a great graphic novel. The storytelling is fantastic. And once again, it's really powerful. It's a true story. It was crafted well. He told it well. And if you can't handle it, don't consume it, okay? But once again, don't try and take that away from other people just because you can't handle it. All right. The second band book that I wanted to talk about today is The Catcher in the Rye by J.D. Salinger which is basically about a boy named Holden Caulfield having a really horrible time and going around and just living his life, basically having a crisis and like a mental breakdown, in my opinion. That's what I think it's about. And, but there are parts, there's lots of swearing throughout it. At one part, he calls a prostitute and she comes into his room, but he just like sits and talks to her, okay? He doesn't even do anything. He just wants someone to talk to. But it gets banned for this, it it gets banned for the language, it gets banned for the sexual material in it, which is whatever to me. I'm just going to be honest, this is the one I didn't like. I read The Catcher in the Rye by J.D. Salinger. I can't remember if I, I literally just said the name, what, 30 seconds ago maybe, and I can't remember if I said who it's by. So Catcher in the Rye by J.D. Salinger. I just thought it was Holden Caulfield complaining about life. And for some reason, it's this lauded literary work that we have to read in schools. I didn't personally. I read it by myself. Some schools. And I was like, holy crap, if this can get published as good literature, then I could go and publish my high school journals and change people's names for anonymity. And they would be a great work of literature because Catcher in the Rye to me was just Holden Caulfield complaining about his life and how crappy it was and boo-hoo and what was happening. And I'm like, that is literally my high school journals complaining about life and boo-hoo and everything that's happening to me. Why is this good literature? I don't know. Like, honestly, I don't care how many papers I would read or what you try and say to me to convince me that Catcher in the Rye is worthy to be read in schools. I'm not having it. I don't think it was good at all. But I'm not telling other people that they can't read it. I don't care if you read Catcher in the Rye, be my guest. Come back and tell me what you thought about it. 
come back and tell me why you thought it was good literature because I don't get it and it's not going to change my mind, but I'd like to hear why you think it was good, you know? I, I read this funny story. Don't know if it's true. Didn't look for substantiating evidence, but it, I, it sounds hilarious to me, is that J.D. Salinger heard a certain school district or a certain school when the Catronar was published had banned it from their school. So what he did was he sent enough copies for every student in the school to the school. He just sent them in boxes. And I was like, you know what, J.D. Salinger? That's freaking hilarious. Good on you. That's a great response. Cracked me up. Whether or not that's true, I have no idea. But I feel like that's how we should treat banned books. Here, someone's banning a book. You spam them with a million copies of it. What are they going to do about it? You know, you got to do something. That cracked me up. But that's a banned book that I don't like. But once again, I'm not tossing it into a fire to burn it. And I'm not going around picketing saying they shouldn't read it in schools. I don't care if you read it in school. If I had been forced to read it in school, I would probably hate it more than I already think it's dumb, you know? Because being forced to read literature, I feel like you never enjoy it as much as when you read it for yourself. That could just be me. There were plenty of books that I did read in school that I did enjoy, but having to analyze the crap out of them, you know? Don't get me started on that because, whew, that, that would annoy me. I, I read books for fun, you know? I don't read them to write papers on them. I could if I wanted to, but, you know. Anyway, that was all I, that was, all I was gonna say about Catcher in the Rye. It's a book that I don't like, personally, but that doesn't mean I'm going around trying to get it banned. And neither should you because like probably compared to some other literature, actually, I know compared to some other literature, it ain't nothing. There's nothing. It's like the most mild book you've ever read compared to some other literature. Just, just putting that out there, you know? And it's just the struggles of a teenage boy and that's real life. And so even though I didn't like it, that's real. Deal with it. Oh, man, don't get me started on banned books, guys. It's too late. I'm already going. This is what the episode's about. I'm just going to keep listing some other ones. I read One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Freaking love One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. So tragic and so good. Oh my gosh, you guys should all read One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. It was a really good depiction of life in a hospital that abuses its patients. <laughs> like, that sounds really bad. Ooh, I want to read a book about a hospital and like an asylum area that abuses patients. But that's what it's about. And that stuff really happened back then. And that stuff still happens today, which is why I think it's still a good book to read today because not every institution, obviously, but there's a lot of places and you hear about it in the news like a lot, which is really crappy be nice to people, that doctors or nurses or caretakers are abusing those who they're supposed to be helping. And that's not cool. And that's not okay. And so I think this book is still actually really relevant in today's world. It was banned, much like other things, sexuality, blah, blah, blah. And then I also read this, it was banned because of misogyny, which I'm like, okay, if it's banned because of misogyny, because the guys don't like Nurse Ratchet, man, that B 
word that I can't say because I try and keep this more family friendly, but that B word of a woman deserved everything that came for her because, man, she was awful. Like, whoa, Ken Casey, or Casey, because I don't know how you say his last name, did a wonderful depiction of a horrid woman. Because I feel like sometimes... I mean, even even up until more modern times, people have thought, oh, a woman couldn't do that kind of crime because she's a woman and, you know, they're not strong enough or they're too sweet or blah, blah, blah. No, no, guys, guys. There are some horrible women out there who have committed horrible crimes. And so I actually thought that it was freaking fantastic and awesome that Ken, Cassie, I'm going to say, that's what I'm going to go with, that he made his villain a horrible woman. Good for him. And whether or not they thought he was misogynist because of that, to be honest, I don't really care because (laughs) he wrote a great book and that's what it's about. If I had to only read books by authors who agreed with every standard or weird thing that I do in my life, I probably wouldn't be able to read any books. So was Ken Kessie misogynist? I have no idea. I don't know much about the man except that he was on the electric Kool-Aid acid trip from, God, what was that book called? The electric Kool-Aid acid test? Is that what it was called? It was basically about them taking LSD and traveling across America in a giant bus. But like I said, this was a fantastic book. Once again, if you have issues with it, don't read it, but don't force other people not to read it because you can't deal with evil women and patients being abused and trying to fight back against that abuse because that's what the novel is about. And I thought it was fantastic. And Nurse Ratchet is a horrible person. All right, so I'm just going to quickly go through some more banned books I have enjoyed and encourage you all to go read some banned books. They don't have to be the ones I enjoy, but just go out and read some. Animal Farm, loved. I mean, it's horrible what those awful pigs do to other farm animals. Literally tragic at some points, but a really good book and a really good view into, yes, it is about like communism and socialism and trying to create that, you know, perfect world uh, that obviously doesn't work. Let's see, what else? 1984, I remember enjoying, but man, it has been so, so many years since I've read 1984. I should probably reread it because I feel like I read it when I was pretty young and I don't think I had to read it for school. So I don't remember ever discussing 1984 or anything about it. So It hasn't super stuck with me, except that I feel like at one point there might be a cager on someone's face with rats chewing on him, but that could just be me totally misremembering something. But yeah, it's about a dystopian society that lies to its citizens. Big shock. But it's still really good. And what else? Let's just like churn through some. The Adventures of Huckleberry Finn, I understand... Hmm... Well, I'm going to talk about this in Band Books Part 2. I understand 
why some people ban it because of racism and probably other things. I don't I haven't looked it up recently. I still thought it was an enjoyable book, but I also have not read it for years. So my opinion might change of that. But I remember it just being an adventure of a boy and his friend. And I liked it. Of Mice and Men, also tragic, totally love. What else? I feel like a lot of books, okay, well, I don't I mean I am going to talk about this in part two, are banned because of racism. And I'm not going to get into it in this episode, but racism is real, guys. So, yep, there are racists out there. And that's what I'm going to say about that. To Kill a Mockingbird, also really enjoyed. Also didn't have to read it for school. I feel like everything that I enjoyed. <laughs> I didn't have to read for school except for The Catcher in the Rye, which I thought was awful. I never had to read Lord of the Flies. I know that's banned a lot, probably because of violence and because it's young children and people were horrified by it. But hey, sometimes, and especially now, if you watch the news, young children do bad things too, so... And once again, it's just showing how people would, I would say, devolve and evolve when they're left to their own means and have to survive. Because I know what the book is about. I just haven't read it. What else? I'm trying to think of other banned books. And I will get into in the next episode about, like I said, racism and all of those things and what I think about censorship and what I think people could do to be better if they do not want their child to consume this material, which, I mean, I have my own thoughts on parents deciding what their children can and can't consume. But once again, I will get to that. This was just a book about banned books that I like, or this was a book. This was an episode about banned books that I like. It is going to be a shorter one, but like I said, it's kind of going to be a two-parter because my next episode is also going to be about banned books but not so much the books that I've read that are banned, more about what I think about censorship, about what is happening currently in our school systems, about how I think, and I'm not telling people how to parent, but my views if I was a parent at this time, and also what my parents did because there were times at school, and I can actually only remember one time, but I will talk about it, where I was not allowed to consume a certain thing that was being presented. I'll just put it that way. But that's going to be our next episode. Thank you so much for listening. Go read banned books and don't be a poop head, okay? If you can't handle a book, then don't read it, but don't force other people not to read it because we're allowed to read what we want, at least in this country. And there are so many great books that have been banned that are just banned for dumb, dumb reasons like every reason that I stated in this episode, okay? So stand with a band, don't be afraid, and let me know if you read banned books. Let me know what your favorite banned book is that you've ever read. Thank you so much for listening. Seriously, go read banned books and enjoy reading, enjoy writing, enjoy life.